podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. A camel <laughs> What, Alex? What? Just, you have to be quite so graphic about it. No, I mean this is the country life. You 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 grew up in the countryside. I... No, it's not. I I grew up on a farm and never had to smack a cockerel on the end of a brick. I mean, there were other ways. 
I can't find homes for the cockerels that I have. What do you want me to do? Go and set them free in the woods or something. Let nature do it. At least get a fox. Let a fox have a dinner. That's that's fair enough. Isn't that such, How's such... that more humane? I, what being hit over the head with a brick by it's a bearded quick. hipster is who, who you think loves you uh, is is better? Is it? I'm actually drinking a, a Rakifi uh, session IPA. Actually, um, yeah. But look, look. If they're causing nuisance, they have to be dealt with, and the brick sometimes is the the best way to go. Anyway, we're joined on the line by Bardi. How you doing, mate? I'm good, Barty from the Extra Inch is here don't to deliver see, some analytics. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is, the, this is the thing, is that, that, that you haven't been on the podcast for a while because you and Windy and that little snake Nathan, you formed your own little team, didn't you? And you thought you could have a go at the fighting cock. That's what it feels like. I, I feel I feel like I've had um, coronavirus or some other infection and I've been warming up on the sidelines like, looking at you from down the touchlines. Go on, Flav, bring me on, bring me on, bring me on. <laughs> now you finally, my number's gone up and I'm like Gareth Bale, the big comeback, ready to come onto the pitch and, and, and rescue rescue what, your podcast. What, what, are, you sure you're not, are you sure you're not Hossam Ghali? <laughs> when he nearly came on but didn't in the end after he fucked up. He's no, more, he did come on. I see. I see. Barley is more Willem Corston. <laughs> let's, let's bring him in. Maybe he'll do a job. Maybe he'll do a job. <laughs> Could be great. Could be great. But <laughs> then ultimately, great. he's going to be ultimately the the most Spursy player in our history, and then just just die, and you never hear from him again. You know what's laughable as well, Flav? Is you gave him the name. You gave him that name of the I extra did. inch. I did. Remember? I gave, not only did I give uh, the, the extra inch their name. I also gave Bardi his name because before I, he joined, before that's not before, true. Yeah, before your parents, I, I gave you because when, when when we the first time we met Bardi, you were called Ar Ar Lombardi or something, some Ar Lombardi, and unless, and I was just like everyone to shorten it to Bardi, and then it's not true. No, I because I didn't want to because Bardi's quite close to my government name. I, I was trying to decide who I was as a as an online presence, and I didn't know what to use. And in the end, I went with Bardi, which is what I've been known as for the last twenty five years by all my friends. Well, so last, so, last so really, what what's happened <laughs> is Flav, Flav gave the extra inch their podcast name. He's also given one of their uh, members his name. I even came up with the first um, theme tune for Extra Inch with the fighting cop with the classical music over the top. Have we got fuck all from it? Have we bollocked? <laughs> Nothing but sneering. Oh, do you want to know what happens on a football pitch? Get the fuck out. <laughs> well, if you do want to know what happens on a football pitch, you can join our, you can join our Patreon and we will explain it to you in detail. Uh, the patron he's talking about is P-A-T-R-E-O-N. E O N dot com forward slash the fighting cock. And uh, we've got, also got Alex. How you doing, mate? That's a bit impromptu because I was, we record on Discord now and we started talking and I didn't realize that Alex was in, in the, in, in the, uh, in the server and, 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 and here we are, Alex. Yeah, I was just tapping away and he was like, What are you doing in here? Get the fuck out of me. So I thought I'd join in. We've got Spooky as well. Yeah, all right. Spook, uh, this is the time. I feel like I'm gate crashing like a seminar by Vardy or something, isn't it? Well, you're, I mean, if there is a Patreon to be pushed through this podcast, and it's, it's I mean, it's, 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 it's a shame, isn't it, that, the, that there are four of us that have been a part of the Fighting Cup for so long 
that there are now three different patrons you can sign up to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm eating that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, no one needs to hear any more from you, Alex. The extra inch, oh. the extra inches, uh, their, their plate is full, and the Fighting Cox plate is full, and one of both of us. Oh, I'll, I'll say, uh, as um, as the person who founded the extra inch, I'll say thank you on behalf of Wendy <laughs> and and Buddy and Nathan for feeding them, and I don't want any more food on our plate. What I want to do is push uh, Spooky's uh, Patreon right now. Spook, where do they find your Patreon content? What's your URL? Please know it. It's it's spooky. <laughs> it's spooky in purgatory. If you go to uh, spooky twenty three, the Twitter account, look at my pin tweet or look at my bio. There's a link there, and it's uh, yeah, that's how you find it. In terms of what you get, you just get more of me, basically, but a bit more sexy, a bit yeah. more exclusive. Yeah, well, you, so, you're, you're producing podcasts. You're writing. Yeah, one one man pod, one man pod, Billy No Mates. <laughs> Um, but it's good fun, man. It's it's just imagine not having to read one of my blogs. Just listen <laughs> to uh, my tone as I as I go off on a tangent. Um, but yeah, loads loads of exclusive uh, blog write ups and articles. Um, it's fledgling days, but it's the the reaction so far has been great, and um, I've been really motivated to create content behind the paywall. So I'm one of you lot now. Uh, well, I, mean, and, and... I would. Sorry, I'd like buddy. to say one thing. I would like to say one thing about Spooky. Spooky is the main reason why I'm here. When I, when I was looking for something to do with my life or um, a reason to do something, I started reading Dear Mr. Levy, and that got me into um, writing. It got me into journalism. It got me into work, and it got me into the job I currently have. It also made me inspired me to write about Tottenham, and which I did a lot, which I did a lot. And it got me into the fighting cock, which got me into the extra inch. And at the heart of all of this was Spooky's writing. Damn. And I've always said he's a fantastic writer, and I thoroughly enjoy his one-man pods because when he's uh, re- when he's doing his audio blogs, he's reading what I like to read, but he's also doing his kind of editor notes where he tells you why he went this way. So, you know, I've got so much love for Spooky. Can I also say uh, to add to that? You call me Dad from now on. <laughs> if we if we're gobbling down Spooky's big hairy cock, um, can hairy I just hairy. can I? Oh, all right, well uh, that was it was figuratively when I was speaking, not actually. <laughs> um, just without without Spooky and, and and dear Miss Levy, I wouldn't have started the fighting cock, and your lives wouldn't be better. So thank me, if anything. <laughs> it's all true. This is true, though. So all right, can we? Can we concentrate on the matter at hand? Because Spurs, yes, Tottenham Hotspur, <laughs> Tottenham Hotspur play Manchester City at the weekend. Mm. Um, but before we do that, I want to just reflect on the season thus far. Uh, I want to start with you, Bardi. Mm-hmm. Right, I want you to listen to this, and Alex can can respond because I think it's important because Alex and you don't have the same feelings about Jose Mourinho. <laughs> Anything. Well, on anything, yeah, really. Apart from, um, <laughs> apart from I love se- semi-conscious women. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, the first game of the season, we lost to Everton uh, 1-0. But since then, I want to read out the form. Uh, win, 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 draw, win, 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 draw, win, win, loss against Antwerp, which should never have happened. Win, win, win. Bardi, go. My manager. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
you know, I, I get the criticism and I have been critical as well of Jose at moments this season. I would like us to control games a bit better. I would like us to really dominate them and, and like this is how we're going to play football and take teams apart that way. So I haven't enjoyed that aspect so much, but he's getting results and second in the league, in a league which has been really up and down where teams' forms have have dropped and then picked up again, we've remained pretty consistent. And I, I like that. And I think that is only a good thing that if we're remaining consistent while everyone else is inconsistent, once we get our flow, once we get the players in, and now we're into a long stretch of games now, uninterrupted matches, I, I think and I hope that we're only going to get better and we will start seeing sort of more expressive football, more controlling football. And I'm, I'm really positive about what we can do this season. Oh, the next five games are Manchester City at home, Chelsea away, and I think it's Arsenal at home, I think. Um, if we come away from those three fixtures, well, actually, what, what would be a acceptable return from those three fixtures? Man City at home, Chelsea away, and, and Arsenal at home. Acceptable is a, is a tricky word, really, because I still don't... Uh... I still don't feel like we know who we are just yet. Um, I, I still don't really see what type of team we are at the minute, which, again, doesn't really matter if you keep winning. But um, against these bigger teams, you kind of have to have an idea. I, I have no idea, really, how he's going to set is, up. Is four points enough out of three, uh, these three games? Is six? Look, as long as we beat Arsenal, I don't really give a fuck about the other two. Right, so if you lo- lose to Man City and Chelsea and beat Arsenal... That that's acceptable. Free free from nine. Yeah, uh, I not, don't know about that. Not for me. I, not for me, Barty. No, no, no. Chelsea and Man City are this season will be direct rivals. Arsenal, you know, I I could take a draw in the North London derby, even though I'd like to win it. But I think beating City, beating Chelsea, is much more of a statement, and I think it would it would that that would be better for us. But of course, I'm I'd not like saying, I'm not saying we won't win those games. By the way, I mean you said what was acceptable. You know, and in terms of acceptable, is me not being thoroughly livid at the end of those three games. If we beat Arsenal at the tail end of it, then I'll be happy. Is what I mean. I don't. I, I think we'll beat Man City. I don't think we'll beat Chelsea. That's fine. So what? What? What we do against Arsenal? I think. We'll, uh, well, let's let's say I. I think we'll get six points from nine. But what? About, there you go. That's the question. That was it. No, you said what was acceptable. What, what what is acceptable if it isn't six from nine? <laughs> is it four? Is it three? What what's acceptable? Uh, I could, I mean we can beat all of them. We can beat them. Nine but nine is acceptable. I don't know what you're talking about now, but it's uh, yeah. I think I think we'll beat Man City. Do you know, they've only beat us fifty percent of the time uh, it, from the last six games. That includes obviously the two Champions League games. But we've got an okay record against Man City. We are. We're going to go into Man City in depth. But, um, you know, I just want to know what's acceptable from the next next three games. Six and nine. Next. Nine. <laughs> Spook, um, yes, as we walk into this very difficult fixture list, and it isn't just Manchester City, Chelsea and Arsenal, it's also a, a few other very, very good teams. Like we've had, some might argue, a preferential start to the season in terms of fixtures but yeah. where are we going into these games how important is it to get results against the big boys and it, yeah it's well obviously it's important but we now have that difference maker in Bardi's my manager in, in Mourinho you have the the edge you have the difference maker you have the 
the the manager that, that adapts. Like I know this thing about identity that, that, that has been mentioned already. That, that our not sure what kind of team we are. Well, maybe this is the type the type of team we are. That we just grind out these these results, and in the big games that really matter, that's when we might turn it on because Mourinho knows what it takes to beat these type of teams, to to understand their mentality going into the game. Whereas I think before we were really centric on it Spurs. Let's play with some swashbuckle. And we got unstuck too often. Whereas now, I'm more confident going into these games. I, perhaps where I was leading to was what's acceptable in terms of performance, in terms of identity, in terms of being entertained. I don't know whether we're always going to hit you know, every target and tick every box when it comes to that. But in terms of what Mourinho gives us, it is that edge. And yeah, you know we have to play dirty or ugly. We, we might get the result, but... But um, yeah, where I am, generally speaking, I mean, we've, like Bardi says, we, we we should have the players to boss and kill kill games off completely, and we don't. We we we, we do turn into the passive footballing team that kind of soaks up the pressure, and you you kind of live on the edge of your seat for a bit. It's all a bit mishmashy, but maybe that's 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 who we are. I don't. Um, I was just going to say on the back of of what Bardi was saying as well. I don't really disagree with anything. That he said, you know, like I'd like us to control games more. So I've not, but I've not this season. I've not been other than the Everton game. I've not been massively like, you know, feeling like I was after the Bournemouth games of last year. You know, those types. Because of... we're better around now. We're a better yeah. team. And so I'm not doing that. My, my issue, my issue has always been that I just don't like him. So it's, <laughs> it's fine if if we're. I'm not moaning about the football really. I think it's all right. It could be better, but it could be a lot worse. What's he got to um, do then? If you, if the football's all right, what, what's he got to just, do to make you like him? Well, nothing. <laughs> I can't. I just won't like him. He's. I think he's a twat. So there's um there's a there's there was an article written in the Guardian about Jose, and there's one thing which I I really liked. It goes, "This is Mourinho's true calling: a soiled man for a soiled game." That because <laughs> because the game's gone to shit with with crowd fake crowds, fifteen pounds to pay-per-view to watch Fulham against Burnley because the game is so bad that it suits Mourinho. And um, Yeah, thank fuck he's of... our manager then. Exactly. That when when everything, when it's like walking dead out there and you've got to scrape around trying to find a tin of beans just to just to live, you want Jose to be leading your rabble. You want yeah. him in charge. He, 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 like, like truffles under the ground, like a pig. He'll, exactly. he'll, sniff, them out. <laughs> he'll sniff the points out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, buddy, I, I just want to say, like, like me and you, mm. we agree on one thing. My, yeah. mani- my manager, my manager. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I, I had turned a little bit towards Munio because I've always been a fan. We all of did. His. We all did at some stage. Just yeah, buddy I hated him. him. I hated him. Buddy hated him. Tweeting him saying he's done out of here. <laughs> dinosaur. Did you at Jose? Did you at Jose? <laughs> I didn't have social media there, but there's no tweets out there, Al. They don't. Are oh, you absolutely? <laughs> what tweets? Anyway, oh. but I was a huge Jose fan at Porto. Um, even at Chelsea, you had to give him some some kind of respect for what he did with Chelsea. You know, they were they were a bit Spurs. They hadn't won a, won a league in fifty years. He won the double in his first two seasons. Right? Uh, no, exactly. Second and third seasons. And then he went to Inter, who is who recently are. Really, really, really Spursy. I mean, how we managed to get out of that group 
with um, with Inter that season we got to the Champions League final is because they yeah. properly choked. Did, jo- um, Jose, they... did Jose Mourinho, when he took over at Inter Milan, were they the best team in the land then or was it Juve? They had won the title before, but Juve had been done by Calciopoli. So Juve were in Serie B. So um, there wasn't really much There wasn't really much out there. But right. So taking... he, had, he had the most advantage there. Yeah, he had, a, he had a massive advantage. Would you, would yeah, you, can I just advantage. ask, would you, would you think he had the advantage going into that semi-final double-leg tie against uh, Pep Guardiola's um, Barcelona? Who had... Well, he did, he did have the volcano on his side because Barcelona couldn't fly to Italy, so they had to get the coach there. Right. What are you doing? So... What are you doing? Are we on the no, same team? He, he used it for his, to his advantage. Are we on the same then... team? And then in Barcelona, they were down to 10 men after like 15 minutes and they hung on. But they, you know, they did pump Barcelona in Milan. 3-1. 3-1 or something. Yeah, yeah. it was 3-1. Yeah. And then they, they held on at the Camp Nou. You know, solid, good manager. And then they he upset them so much, they turned the sprinklers on on him. That's the kind of guy. I, I like Pochettino. I loved him. But he was a bit kind of soft and fluffy and podgy around the edges. So I kind of like this, um, having a dagger of a manager. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, dad who beats his mum. That's what we got. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Towards the end of the season, um, Jose Mourinho will flop his cock out. And I don't think it's that big. I'd I'd imagine six inches at most. And Mm. Alex's little uh, virgin mouth will be there waiting to receive it once we won the league. Alex, go. (laughs) <laughs> you know how uh, stubborn I am. That won't change. I'll lie through my teeth if I if I need to. But look, no, I I agree. Look, and I the, some of the things that I always remember most about Mourinho was I remember when he left Inter Milan and there was just all those pictures of players crying. And even when he left Chelsea the first time, it was like a massive drag on the on the players. And I remember thinking, that's I mean, that's what you want. You know, you want someone who has got so many people so invested in him. You know, and, and I actually didn't mind him at, at Manchester United, partly because I just felt that he was getting a raw end of a deal, really, with everything that he did there. So, as I've said a thousand times, may, maybe my feelings will change, but I just can't. It's, you know, it's like a, I respect everything he did. I think I don't doubt his his abilities. I just want to see him do it, and then I'll just give him a nice, polite round of applause. Maybe I'll Maybe I'll lick it. Just a little bit, and then <laughs> yeah, leave, leave you'll the have, fucking, you'll, you'll you know, have, I'll be his, your, I'll be his fluffer, your, and then he can fuck you too. Your joyous tears will lubricate his flaccid prick. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I let, got I got to not like someone. No, you that's know, fair it's enough. Very rare. I don't like people. Alex, it's fine. It's fine. Just you stick to your guns, mate. It's fine. I will, mate. All right. Well, just I'm giving you permission to stick to your guns. So, uh, Tottenham versus Manchester City team news. I'm going to give you some um, stats and and. Uh, uh, you know, team news around the game, injuries and who's in and who's out. Tottenham obviously will be without Matt Doherty. Uh, he got the COVID, didn't he? And uh, Gareth Bale apparently has said that he was concerned having hugged Doherty after Wales's game with Ireland, but he uh, has since returned negative. Uh, Eric Lamella is still out. Tangy and Dombley, which I wasn't, I didn't realise is a doubt. Stephen Bergvine, not really bothered. But yeah, um, Apparently, Tangi's uh, is a doubt. That's that's going to be massive because he, along with Hoybier and Dombley's performances this season, has re- really driven us forward, haven't they, Spook? Yes, we we need him. I, I, that's news to me as well. Um, we need a decent midfield against Man City. Uh, we can't. Yes, yeah, the type of game where I want to see us on the front foot and attacking. 
and everything starts in the middle of the pitch. You lose if you don't win possession in in the centre midfield, then you're done for. Probably hoofing the ball forward. Um, so you need his intelligence. Um, you're putting on a downer now because I, I quite fancied us to, to beat City. Well, I, I haven't. T wrote Randall. I'm just passing <laughs> on the information. <laughs> They've magically got Sterling back as well, injured for well, two weeks. Did you see what Joe, Jose, uh, Barty, my, our manager, uh, what, did, <laughs> what did Jose say just to just to give um, substance to what Alex is about to say? What did he say about Sterling? Do you know? It was something about along the lines of that Sterling pulled out of the England setup because he was injured, but now he's available. When Dyer pulled out, he was unavailable. So it just goes to show that Sterling wasn't actually carrying an injury. That's our manager, Alex. Go on. Oh, big clubs should have pulled Kane out. Should have been saying, look, you're injured. So I agree. <laughs> Kane never pulls out. He never pulls out. He loves him that much. Get him out. Pull him do, out. Do, do you think, like, rank. as fans of, of our football club, we? I think that we should be, and every international that comes up, apart from major trophies, we should be pulling out Harry Kane. Like, we should pull him out. He's got a hamstring. <laughs> he's got, a, like, a, a, like his ankle's a little bit dodgy. That gives us an advantage going into this Man City game, have, having not played for that for, for, for these these needless ties, Nations League friendlies, whatever they be. Harry Kane is an injury doubt. Pep Guardiola's going, oh, fuck, what do I do with my non-existent defence? What do I... How do I cope with Harry Kane not being there because Son's going to come in and, and and Gareth Bale might play up top and then suddenly Kane's available? That's the kind of that's the kind of thing that I want, really. Not, not. I mean, it is a, it is a joke. I mean, it's 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 bordering on negligence, really. I mean, you've seen what happened to Joe to Joe Gomez. Uh, I think Henderson's also had a, had had something that said Eric Dyer obviously got a knock before the game, but still still played. And yet they've got Sterling, who's going to come into this game fresh. They've also got Aguero, who's suddenly come, who's trained all week. You know, it's just... It's always been the way, though. Yeah, I know, but it's been, just, this, with everything going clubs, on right so. now, with everything going on right now, those international breaks are... I can't find any... I genuinely can't think of any defence of, of having three games in two weeks all over the world. I quite like the Nations League. I was... Um... Oh, it's, it's very listening to you guys uh, with Carl Donnelly. You are all a bit down on international football. International football's good. You guys are all jumping around singing it was coming home last summer. Just I was so not. You, well, maybe you weren't. I was. I was hundred percent. Was, was. I, all over it. <laughs> I loved it. But it's not in the middle of our you, season. English people, they're like, oh, I fucking hate it. Then the summer comes around, and they're all painting St George's flags. But you were born in England, throwing beers around in the pub. <laughs> All right, let's um, uh, just go on to some uh, William Hill uh, bets because uh, William Hill sponsors the Fighting Cop podcast um, and we asked him to send over some interesting bets that per- perhaps some of our listeners can get involved with. Uh, over two goals, over three cards, over ten corners, three to one. Spurs to win both. Spurs to win and uh, both teams to score, 11 to two. And Sun to score first, 15 to two. That's not bad. That's... What is that? Like six point five to one. But really fast on that first one. So what was that? How many? How many cards? I uh, think that's a that's that's a banker, no? Over two, two over cards? two goals, uh, yeah. throughout the game, three cards and over ten court. Ten corners is the anomaly here because mm. you don't always get them. But that like three to one. That doesn't. That sounds like a, a decent bet to me. Um, but the most important thing, I guess, from this perspective is is um. You know, how how likely are you as 
fans of Spurs to back Tottenham in this instance? Uh, I'm quite confident. I'm, 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 I'm quite confident in for the Man City game in particular. I just think um, I, I think the way that we will go about it, I think will suit us. Really, they're not amazing from. You know, one of our main weaknesses is defending set pieces. It's got better relatively recently, but that's something that we've we've had a problem with. City aren't massively strong at that. Maybe from direct free kicks, perhaps, but not from um, crosses or deeper crosses in, into the box, as, as I've heard Buddy say before. You know, causing chaos. They don't tend to massively do that in in a box. And I think they are one of those teams that if you if you can get in, a, if you can get ahead, or if you can get a foothold in the game, they don't. They, they sometimes do not crumble, but they do feel sorry for themselves a little bit for long periods of time. Um, so I think, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm relatively confident. I think we'll win. They have um, this season. They have been a bit one-paced in certain games. I think I think this is definitely the weakest Man City team that we've we've seen. Um, Ferran Torres is he hasn't really adapted yet to Premier League. He had, he had a great international a great week, break. Yeah. Um, no, we all watch international football. Been... We like international football. Torres could actually to Spain. You're pathetic. <laughs> um, would you would you start Torres for Tottenham? Uh, no, I don't think he get. No, not in front. I uh, know. Here's no, the he end of this conversation. I think Cancelo's um, <laughs> uh, been playing pretty well. Their midfield is weaker. I, they're definitely. This is definitely the weakest Man City team. It's not the the same team that normally you play. Then you're just you immediately you're shitting yourself. So I think I think we can get at this team for sure. Buddy, I want to ask I you just... a question. Um, uh, so w- William Hill have backed Tottenham to win the league at eight to one. Uh, that's third favourites behind Liverpool and Manchester City. We haven't mm-hmm. had you on this season. How? What? What can we hope for? What? What? what you know, with Jose Mourinho at the uh, at the helm, but also the squad that we have. The weaknesses that we have. What 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 do you think that we can hope for? Do, can we dream of winning the league, or or should we just fixate on finishing top four, which in itself will be a challenge? Um, we were talking on the extra inch this week about. Stop mentioning cash- the extra inch, please. Just answer the question <laughs> about cashing out. Like at, at the start of the season, if someone had offered you top four and a and a cup, we all pretty much would have taken that. Now all of a sudden, <laughs> the the league title is on. Would I cash out for that? I, I don't know. I think we've got to ride this horse now. We've got to ride it and see where we go. We, we're That's... not going to get another shot like this at, at the title. This is, I think maybe Alex said it a couple of weeks ago last week, this is a, a Leicester season where it's properly open. And we haven't seen Liverpool and Man City this week. Um, Chelsea are kind of in transition and they've got a, a donkey in charge of them. So this is this title is totally open. So we've got to ride it. We've got to go for it. I agree. That horse, whip it. You agree with that, Al? Anything to add? Do you think he'll play Ben Davis? <laughs> no, no, no chance. No chance. Not, not, not so that. I mean, more, more to the point, would be comfortable against Manchester City with Serge Aurier there, Al? Uh, yeah. Good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Spook. Yes, mate. What, what? Just to get your sort of overall perspective of where we are currently in, you know, in, in the season. Um, do are you confident? Are you um, accepting of our position? Are you, um, you know, you know? Do, do you consider the fact that perhaps we've had a a, a kind of an easy running? Um, but where where are you at? What can we achieve this season? <clears throat> well, we can 
it, it, it's similar to accidentally putting the pressure on in the season Leicester won the title. We weren't, at the beginning of that season, we weren't expecting to be in that position. And then football around you, you, know, you can't control what other teams are doing. You hope that they don't do well because then it gives you the opportunity to take advantage of that. And then when you build up some, some momentum, then you start believing in things that were deemed impossible maybe six months, five months earlier. So, yeah, so far, so good. I mean, there's been progress. We've had shit first six months, progressed better in, 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 in the latter uh, first year of Mourinho's tenure. And now, and now the belief is there because it is a surreal football season. It's a pandemic hit, no spectator sport, and teams are not defending that well. Teams aren't pressing that well. Everyone's all over the shop. So why can we not take advantage of that? We've, we've proven that we can we can do it before. We've now got that manager, like I said earlier, who can make the difference. It is about belief, though. If we, like the City game, I know we've got all these fixtures coming up, and it's hard not to look past, like, you know, Chelsea and Arsenal, the type of games where anything can happen because they fucking hate us and we hate them. But the City game, if we win that, then... For me, it's it's like that is already the benchmark, the first fixture in in this in this. This is almost where the season games. starts. Yeah, it, it almost because the thing is, yeah, like City. I, it's funny we're all sat here. We're talking about City being a bit fragile, a bit weaker. So weak, but like you know what they can produce in moments in pockets of football. They can be devastating. They've got players that can create something out of nothing. They've got pace. They've got so many options. On paper, it ain't a competition really between the two of us. We should not be talking about beating City to the, the league title. But football doesn't give a shit about what's written, what's scribbled on a piece of paper. Pound for pound, who, who's got the better squad, manager, team, whatever. It is Sometimes it is just about things coming together. And they're coming together awkwardly under Mourinho. And a game like this might take the likes of, uh, of Alex. I've been a bit harsh on now, to be fair. But it might take the... The, the, the people that doubt what we could do this season to another level. And it's that, it's almost like this weird togetherness again. Because it, when Spurs are doing well on the pitch, no one really gives a shit. Every, everyone's happy, right? And regardless of the manager, more or less, you're happy because you're thinking we're, we're going somewhere. Um, I think the City game is important because it's a platform, it's proof. Like, if we're paying him for these type of games, we need to see the performance and the result from these type of games. Um, it's yeah. just, I'm also at the same time, I'm philosophical because when you look at that fixture list, I mean, we've literally got everybody. Yeah. Like one off. It's like the, the, the algorithm for the Premier League fixture list was like, right, let's fuck Tottenham in this month just before Christmas. Yeah. Let, because let's... we now have to be, we have to be like on a certain level every single game. Yeah. But, but again, that, that's, we're that's having... good. That's a good thing, though, isn't yeah, it? Because you build that into is. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good as well because we've had it easy up until now. So, if anything, it's almost been like a pre-season. Now our season starts proper. Now we have to deliver the goods. We've got no excuses from one game to the next. There's a narrative. There's one with City. There's an obvious one with Arsenal. There's an even more obvious one with Chelsea. It just, it just builds up. Um, massive game. On, yeah. on, on, I think players probably prefer game. it that way as well. Players probably prefer those big games after big games, you know. And, 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 and like I said, in terms of um, 
of of that manager. You know, Mourinho is probably you know is, is set in that story, like you say, set in that narrative that look, this is the month. You know, if you 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 want to go and win a title, you want to you want a trophy, then this is the month where you you can't have any excuses. You have to you know be ready to go. Um, and this is probably plays into into his hands in terms of how he you know will kind of galvanize people together because I think you can see from the Brighton game and Burnley game and West Brom it's probably is it's harder to get up for for games like that there's certainly not mm. going to be any issue with that over the next six weeks so you know also kind of- um uh, Spook uh, had a little uh, a tiny little dig at uh, Alex there I thought and it was a little, <laughs> bit, a little bit unfair because Alex has made uh, been at pains to say that while I did caveat it immediately. No, you did, you did, you did. But while 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 Alex has been at pains to say that he doesn't like Jose Mourinho, I think he also understands that that he could achieve great things at Tottenham. Just he just doesn't like him, and, and that's fair yeah. now. That's right. Yeah. Spot on. All right, all right. Uh, just want to say, keep an eye on the William Hill website and their app for all the big match enhanced prices in the build up to kick off. The closer to the kick off. You get the better prices you get. And obviously, always gamble responsibly. If you don't, just, you know, you're wasting your time. Anyway, give you some stats before we've got some uh, questions. Um, we'll close out this podcast. Tottenham versus Man City. Uh, Tottenham won this exact fixture 2-0 last season. Ended a run of six Premier League games without a win against Manchester City. We lost, we drew two and lost four. Only against Chelsea, 26, have Manchester City lost more Premier League games than they have versus Tottenham. That's 24. Tottenham have won both of their meetings with Manchester City at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, the White Hart Lane, sorry, in all competitions. Last winning three home games in a row against Manchester City. Uh, That was a run of six between 2005 and 2006. Um, How do we set up against... Man City, because we know that Spurs have been at their best, the most explosive best, when we've been able to play counter-attacking football. You look at Leicester last season, even against Arsenal to some extent, and um, obviously Manchester City and Man United, uh, sorry, uh, Southampton and Manchester United this season. Do you, do you see Bardi us setting up in any other way than what we have before? Will we look to counter-attack? Will we give Manchester City position? What, what, what are we going to do? I think against Man City, the the best thing we can do is invite them onto us and then drop Kane in and then hit them over the top with a a through ball to Sun. I think we'll probably see Lucas start or Mourinho likes his industry. And I think think our midfield will be Hoiberg, um, Sissoko and um, Ndombele. I don't think there'll be any changes there. And obviously Oreo for Hoti. I think we'll see more of what we've been doing. And unlike the game against West um, Brom, City will have a higher line and we will look to exploit it. I, I, I think that's probably a wise thing to do. I'd like to see uh, Reguilon and, and Son going after Walker and on that inside channel of, of Carl Walker as well. Um, that's why I hope, you know, other than the obvious reason about not playing Ben Davis, but that's why I really do hope that we do start on a, on a front foot. The only reason I worry about him playing not playing regular as if Aurier has to start and if he feels that he needs Ben Davis uh, in that four um, to kind of counteract <laughs> Aurier. Um, but I'd like us to really be targeting uh, the channels of, of um, Man City's back line because you've seen when they get turned, as Bardi said, that, you know, they, they've been all over the place at times. Um, I think 
So I think that there is a misconception as well that by playing Davies over Reggion, you're automatically more defensive. You can be really de- uh, defensive with an attacking fullback. I just think we'll see the team start from a little bit deeper and invite them on and then just whack them on the counter. I think I think that will be our game plan. And but um, that counter will be but that counter will be important to to get going to get past that initial press of of City as you're coming out of oh we on the extra inch but you need that extra bit of explosive that bit of ingenuity just to get that to get that moving and just bend those just it out, yeah. Yeah. Alex I've got I want to read you something out um, this is a quote from Toby Alderweireld and you're going to love this I'm pretty sure you're going to love this everyone has a certain idea about Jose and that he can be really tough but if you work for him and run through fire then he is on your side but if you're going to be annoying because you're not playing, he will push you aside. Do you like that? I mean, I love that. I, I, he, he is me. If if I was a manager, I would be very, 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 very similar to him. <laughs> so there's no there's no logic in my dislike for him. Oh, I just don't. I like it. I like that. I like I've, I've, I've never had more respect for you than I do right now, Alex. And, and I've had lots of respect for you. But I like the the idea of having a sort of illogical hatred or dislike for someone is something I've it's been about me for, for my entire life. And I, you know, I, I get it. I get it. Um, it's only it's only because of it's only because of Maurizio. It's only, anyone could have come next. Don't, it could have been they could have given me the job, and I probably would have sabotaged it. It's it, that's all it is, really, probably. Okay, fair enough. Um, uh, let's let's finish on Harry Winks. Um, uh, he's, he says he's, he's situation at Tottenham is difficult at the moment. Is it important that he that so it is important that I keep fighting and working as hard as I can to stay in the squad and in the team? He's only played sixteen million uh, sixteen minutes uh, in the Premier League this season. Spook, what what do you make of Harry Winks' situation? Have we transcended above him, or can he? transcend above his cesspit situation that he's currently in speak I, I don't know man it's like you think back to some of these like was it Madrid away where he was absolutely amazing yeah yeah but the thing is look I'm that was me trying to work out how many games where he's he's kind of run the show and he is he that type of player that can boss the midfield is he the type of player that can make the same kind of difference is Jose Mourinho yeah. the right manager to get the best out of him? I guess as well. well. You can you can you can just swap Winks's name with Deli Ali's name as well. Thing is, at the minute, I think Winks is trying. I mean, actually, I don't want to speak about Deli, but with Winks, um, you you can you can see what he can bring to the team. But you you're right. We do have other we do have players there that bring more. And and at the minute, I think Winks is in that position where he's a like a utility type player for us. He offers a, offers us something that works in those moments when he needs to be played. But in terms of kind of putting him in the team from the for you know starting eleven, I don't know. I don't know whether he's got enough about him. And playing for another team that might not be as high up as Spurs uh, that allows him to play week in week out might might. Do you know what? If he leaves Tottenham, I don't think he's going to amount to much, right? Okay, that's that's that, that's how I feel. I think at Spurs, sometimes we make players look better than they are, which ain't a disadvantage because when they're surrounded by the players that we've got, it kind of works. But I, I, I feel that if he left, I'm not sure. I, I think he'd just be like a, a, a pretty decent 
midfield player for another team, but if he was at Aston Villa or or someone else. Um, yeah. This is why I'm not on the extra inch, basically. Uh, ask me an emotive question, and and, and, and I'll, I'll give you an emotive answer. If, I think if... we've just upgraded, haven't we? I mean, Hoy Bear and, and Dumbelli's just come in, and he's not going to get in front of those two. And Suzoko is... He's is... not creative enough with his with his passing. He's not. Yeah, he's, but you can't. He's like a said, reliable footballer. It ain't just about creativeness. It's, it's, Hoybier, no, it's not. Hoybier isn't probably is comparable in his passing ability. Short short range passing ability as Winks is, but he no. does. But but Winks doesn't have Hoybier's brain. No. But no. most most footballers improve in lateral lines, right? So it, 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 most footballers improve in terms of they. They can do what they do, but they do it better. There's very few footballers that add things to their game or add sh- strings to their bow in terms of stuff that they weren't doing before. And um, we've got his stuff covered. So, you know, he, he'll be a decent... He's a good enough squad player to be able to use, be used at times. But him himself as a, as a career and wanting to push on, then, yeah, I mean, he'll probably have to, to leave Tottenham. I mean, it's it's just... It's one he's of his very things. disciplined, yeah. Al. Like, I get it. Like He's disciplined. He obviously listens to the instructions that are given to him. He goes out there. He does what he needs to do. And you're right. He's not the glamorous type of player. It's the same criticism that Musa Dembele used to get. Um, who I thought on the ball was beautiful, the way he used to glide. And, and people, I think, still to this day, don't quite understand what he brought to the team because he didn't play that forward pass. But, but I'm not comparing Wits to Dembele. Uh, because I, I think Dembele used to get over the ball and he used to truly kind of own that midfield. He just didn't play that killer ball forward. It'd be the pass before the pass. Uh, but yeah, Winks is of a particular capacity that I think he's reached and he does his job really, really well. But he will not change a game like Ndombele would, 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 would change a game. Buddy. Or, 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 yeah. Buddy, uh, I just want. Uh... Sorry, go on, go on. Sorry. I was just going to go in on Winks. No, not go in, hard, in on Winks. Say, I, Harry Winks is like, you're watching TV and you think 1080p, whatever it is, is incredible. You look at it and go, oh, that's pretty good. And then Hoiberg is 4K <laughs> television. You're looking at it and you go, I'm, I'm never going back. And unfortunately for Winks, he's just been surpassed by something better. We've upgraded. 4K. And now he's, yeah, he's, a, he's an iPhone 7 and we're on iPhone whatever they are on now, X whatever so and that's unfortunate for winks i well, i have yeah, a lot boy. of faith in skip i think skip is going to come back and do big things for spurs I, I i really like how he's playing at norwich played a month in the championship um and i'm, I'm hoping that he comes to spurs and becomes Schoeberg's understudy and winks unfortunately he's great because he's english and he's um, a little tick on our um uefa squad thing but he's not going to cut it at spurs anymore not now all right, Brutal. I think uh, <laughs> I think that will be the end of the Fighting Cop podcast. I want to thank you, Alex, Bardi, and Spook for being involved Cheers, once again. But before we let you go across the table, what will be the score against Manchester City tomorrow evening? Alex, you go first. Three-one Spurs. Yes, Bardi. Two-one Tottenham. Lovely and Spook. Three-one Tottenham. And I think five-nil Tottenham. <laughs> I can imagine, like, how excited, how excited would we be? How excited would we be? Imagine smashing them five nil. Like, it would yeah. be, it would be like, like, even the extra inch would be able to give Mourinho some credit then. Yep. All right. Bye. Mad City tearing up the contract. Bye bye. Bye everyone. It's the fight. Bye. Cheers, boys. It's the fight.
Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken Zero Zero. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken Zero Zero. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Sports Social Podcast Network.